Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Boy, oh boy, welcome everybody. Boy, do we have a great announcement for all of you. Joining me here today... Uh, is someone you know. But as I said before, things are a shift. We're changing. Things are coming in, they're coming out. But for the most part, we are here and we are thinking about how do we want to be here? And so my very special guest today, Alan Stewart, is joining me here today because something has opened up. And this is what I love about what I do and why I do it. I work with some of the most incredible people who are so committed to what they believe and what they do and how to help other people. And so this today is for you all to get a sneak peek on what is coming. Women who push for more. Today... Many of you know who Ellen is. You know about her work in the recovery uh, industry and service. But more importantly, you know about her commitment and her passion. Today, it's something new. It's something fresh. It's the expansion, like many of us are doing, from whatever we're doing to expand more. Whether you're home and you're, you're in home, working from home, and your children are learning from home, or your grandchildren, it doesn't matter. There's something that has popped us all open here. You can call it what you want, but what's undeniable is all of us are being asked to stretch and change. Ellen, great to have you. It's always good to be with you and to be with all of the Transformation Talk Radio listeners. Um, as you said, Dr. Pat, everybody knows me as the pushy broad from the Bronx and also with my show Recovery Recharge and my show Weekly, Everybody Needs a Little Push. I mentioned this idea to you a couple of weeks ago because I really had an epiphany. Just like you said, our world is changing. The world that we knew before the beginning of 2020 is so much different. And now we are all striving for more. And everything that we see in the news today, every single thing that we do talks about powerful, strong women who are pushing for more in every aspect of their lives. And every single woman that I interview had a special, inspiring, and unique story to tell. And I knew this would be perfect for Transformation Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, it is perfect, Ellen. And, you know, I did a couple of shows last week. Um, We have, you know, a new producer starting with us. So we love to do these live shows at the spur of the moment to sort of give training. And so I was talking about this, and I was talking a bit about my own evolution, And I was talking a bit about um, 
the uh, the name that Kamala Harris was called. Now, let me just tell you this. This is not a political statement from me. This is a statement about women. Because when you refer to women as nasty, and David put this really cool little video uh, together, and I, I had to think about it. And I shared some stories from my uh, background nasty would be an understatement for what some of us used to be called but we don't quit and isn't that what your show now the new show the new uh direction is about talking about that we seem to be able to push forward not always easy Yes, in a very good way. Um, I had mentioned when I first started and viewers that go to my website, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, see that I was always called a pushy broad because I needed to stand up for what I believed in. And because of that, women get a bad rep for that. When we are outspoken, we are, we are termed outspoken. And a pushy broad is just that, a pushy broad with very seriously negative connotations or what you would call nasty. But basically, a pushy broad is just somebody that has learned how to speak out. And we're seeing that more in our politics, in our women, people like Kamala Harris, people like Elizabeth Warren, people like Michelle Obama, and even people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And these are the people that we need to look up to in every aspect of our lives. And also, people like Dr. Pat. We're going to talk about that today, for sure. Well, I mean, let's not leave out now 17-year-old Greta Thunberg. Let's not leave her out. No, absolutely. You know, I mean, I can't possibly, I can't think of one name this Greta Swedish activist has been call, hasn't been called. And I think she's 17 now, right? Yes. And uh, if, if you don't know who Greta is, you can Google her, right? But when you're that young and you've been called every name of the book, in call, including angry Greta, right? And you don't really care. <laughs> There's something to be said, right? About who this kid is, who her parents are. But she is on track to perhaps be, now I say this next to Jane Goodall, but one of the, the pushiest broads, not from the Bronx. She, she is on track to be right up there. Yes, she really is. And she has her youth behind her, which is a great thing. The whole idea of women who push for more is to be proud that we do it. These are the examples of women that will be on the show, and I have some great ones lined up. People from all walks of life, not only pushing for themselves in industry and in business and in politics and people that are actively making a name for themselves, but everyday women, mothers that are pushing for their children, black women that are pushing for, for their rights as individuals, individual women who would get up every single day and want to do better on their jobs and earn more or women that want to be better mothers or, or, or wives. All of these women pushing for more is what I am going to outline on my brand new show. Thanks to Transformation. Well, let's talk about who women are in the workforce for a minute, if we could. You sure. know, 
we forget about the numbers. We do. And now more than ever, 47% of U.S. workers are women. That's an amazing thing. Because when, right, when we grew up, moms, moms didn't work. They really didn't work. They stayed no. home care of the kids and now not only are 47 percent of them women but 75 percent of mothers with children under 18 precipitate in the labor force 75 percent of women have to go out and work and then come home and be moms and take care of kids these are the wonder womans of the world these are the women that are coming home and definitely pushing for more there's no question yeah, and there is another interesting number that um, we're not talking about today, and perhaps we'll do another show. But we also have now in the workforce male population, men that are experiencing all of this. They Maybe they're single dads. Maybe they're in the same boat. And now we have a different layer of, what's the word, empathy for what this journey is about. You know, we're talking about women today, but you and I both know that a large part of the support along the way was from the lessons learned by men, either through their moms or through their own situation. So when you put these numbers together, you have a force to be reckoned with. It's one thing to be a woman pushing. It's another thing to have somebody of the opposite sex look and say, dang, she's right. I get what she's talking about, right? Exactly, because more and more men, especially gay men, are having children, so they're staying home. Their roles are reversing. They're really understanding the things that woman, women have taken on for a very long time. But there are so many other things, too. Yep. I mean, how women participate in terms of businesses there, how, how many women executives there are that there still has to be more to go, how many female veterans there are, about three out of 10 serve our country now as government workers. So there are many women that are really pushing through in greater numbers than ever before. And we can feel that now, especially now. Take a look and see what's on TV. Take a look at all of the women reporters, the female journalists, the, the females that are, that are really, really getting involved. So the movement is now, the time is now, which is why women who push for more was absolutely right for the times. We are right here, right now. And that's part of what we're gonna talk about because one of the things that I had an experience with, and I think I shared this with you, um, and I think I shared this on air, I was talking about the ERA and I didn't explain myself um, about what the ERA was, what it was when it was a thing, and is it something to come back? And so um, what I realized is we need to carry the message forward because there is a generational gap on this topic. You know, the fact that we may or may not have equal rights as a woman, just to say that, people look at you sideways like you're making some story up. But isn't that part of what we're going to talk about today as well? Absolutely. I mean, there's no question. I decided that, that when I wanted to do this, I wanted to take a word that was really powerful. And that word was push. That is a really, really, really powerful word. And I wanted to give some meaning behind that because the whole idea of push sounds like a negative, aggressive term. 
And I wanted to change those meanings. I wanted to change how we consider someone, a woman who pushes for more or a pushy broad. So I'd like everybody out there, every woman to think of the word push. And instead of thinking something negative and, and derogatory, let's think of what push would actually stand for. So push, P, let's make that powerful. Let's look at how powerful women are today in every sense of the word and how we can make ourselves more powerful. And you should stand for unafraid because look at all of those women, those women, Dr. Pat, that are protesting or getting out there and running for office, the highest office in the, in the land. They are unabashed and unafraid. And I love that about pushy women. And then of course, S standing for self-aware. Because people like you that have gone out and 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 strove for greatness, just like just like people like Michelle Obama or Kamala Harris or any of those people, Elizabeth Warren, they are absolutely they know who they are, they know what they want, they know what they stand for, and then most of all, all of the women of the of our world, hardworking, the H for hardworking, powerful, unafraid, self-aware hard-working women. So that's how I want people to associate that word, push. Yeah. And you know what? Let's take a break because when we come back, what does this mean? For those of you out there, have you ever had to push for something? What do we mean by push for something? What does that look like? What, what times in your life do you realize that maybe you had to push for a place on your women's slash girls basketball team. What is it? When we come back, we're going to talk to Ellen about what she is looking at for push, women who push for more. And what is it about that that takes dreaming to the next level? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on transformationtalkradio.com. Are you a feminine entrepreneur and you're tired of being stuck in the making just enough money trap? I hear you. I'm Julie Steelman and I just released a brand new masterclass about how to unlock the three secrets to creating a financial breakthrough in your business. 
come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. I'm going to walk you through the three things you need to do to create that financial breakthrough you've been craving. Come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. Are you ready to become an unstoppable force of love in the world? Then don't miss the creative empowerment show, Invoking Radical Love, with Rachel Chase live every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Rachel shares tools, stories, and meditations to spark the flame of profound wisdom within you. If you want to awaken your superpowers and activate your heart, visit rachelchase.com. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. And I'm so thrilled to be talking with all of you about what Ellen Stewart has got planned. You know, it's one of these things I was talking about earlier today was that people are really opening up. They're opening up their hearts, opening up their minds, and they're opening up to taking action in ways they've never done before. Um, Right now, Ellen uh, Stewart's joining us to talk with us about what she has created, what is coming your way and before we do that ellen you you know women who push for more what are you creating so people can become engaged in that right now we are starting with a brand new show called women who push for more it'll be wednesday nights on transformation talk radio 2 p.m pacific 5 p.m eastern where i am going to interview enterprising self-aware and confident women who strive to achieve achieve more in every aspect of their lives. And they've learned to never settle for anything less than their worth. And I'm really excited about that. And I want every woman out there to join the Pushy Broad Women Who Push For More community. I need you to go to my website, Pushy Broad from the Bronx. Join the special Facebook group. You don't need anything to join. Just click on the link and say, I'm a part of this. I want to be part of, because I can identify with women who push for more. So that's very important to me. I've got some really great guests and I want to be able to continue this today and talk about as my first guest of women who push for more, the, one of the reasons why I asked Dr. Pat to, um, to be a part of this today was because I don't think there is a, a woman who really embodies what it means to push for more, more than our own host today of Transfer, Transformation Talk Radio, our president and CEO, Dr. Pat. So how do you wow. feel about being, how do you feel about my interviewing you a little bit and talking about what a pushy broad you are? What do you think about yeah. that? Well, you know, I, I, I'm excited about it. Um, you know, this is something in my life that I'm looking at and really asking myself many, many questions about right now. So I think your timing is perfect. 
Well, I think you are you you co-host with so many people and you give everybody else the opportunity to shine and to bring out their own particular talent. But I think it's really important for our listeners to know because some of us have just joined you and some of us have been over the years with you, but how many people actually know what a pushy broad you are? So <laughs> let me ask those those beginning questions. Sure. Let listeners know how long ago did you start Transformation Talk Radio and what was your initial dream to do that? Well, you know, this is um, Transformation Talk Radio is the network and the Transformation Network is the, an idea that came to me, I would say about 2009, a little bit sooner. I was helping somebody else launch their network. And so as I was helping him launch his network, you know, the idea really came to me. Now, if it wasn't for this, this guy writing a bad check and the station owner at the time calling me and saying, you better be able to cover this $2,200 check a month and start your own network, that was the, that was the motivation for me to start um, Transformation Talk Radio uh, about 10 years ago, right? But before that, it was, what was I going to do to take this idea I had out into the world? And I'm going back to 2002, right, where I was at my lowest of lows. I had just finished school, and I pretty much had the world at my fingertips. And I was too depressed after studying corporations and the treatment of employees and broken promises for 10 years, I couldn't do it. And one day I was sitting on the couch and out of my mouth came, oh my gosh, I feel so crusted over. And hence crust busting was born. And the first show wasn't the Dr. Pat show. It was called crust busting your way to an awesome life. And that got started through a dialing a wrong phone number. Um, and, and so for me, I've had a lot of help from the universe right? To like point me, show me the way. And then of course I had to connect the dots, but I had a, I had a passion to bring a message to the world before I had a show. It really did. Well, it starts with that initial dream, that initial idea, but a woman who pushes for more has the guts to follow through on that yes. dream, follow through yeah. on an idea. So along yeah. the way, what's one thing, I mean, how many people do you think inspired you? And could you tell me who those people were that helped push you along? That helped me? Yes. Oh my gosh, there's so many. You know, I interviewed Gloria Steinem once and early in my career and I wanted to acknowledge her work in helping me while I was in corporate America, while I was in HR. And, you know, I got to sit across the table from her and, and many of the young women, to, many young women today don't know who Gloria Steinem is. And, you know, every once in a while, you'll see a spot interview of her. But I've had so many people in my life, I can't even begin to tell you. But I will say this, you know, I have a best friend um, who happens to be my producer, who I met in 1972. And when I turned to her and said, I'm going to get a PhD, and it was about 1973, I did that. And honestly, 
didn't have any sense of anything, but I had, I had an idea I wanted it because I delivered mail to all these people that had PhD, like at the end of their names. And they were the funnest people. These were the Bell Labs people. This was the guy that, you know, discovered the Big Bang, Arno Penzias. And every Friday I'd go have bagels with him. So I thought, PhD, fun. PhD, ping pong. PhD, juggling. So I turned to Linda and I said, I'm gonna get a PhD. And so Linda looked at me very nicely and said, of course you will. Now, that didn't happen for a lot of years later, but there has always been an angel in my life. I could tell you stories about people that risk their career to support me going back to school. Brian McGorry was one of my bosses, and he tried to get me to go to school at night, and I was a clerk. I started in the mailroom, and I was a clerk, and Brian would say to me, look, you got to go to school. You want to keep advancing. And I'm thinking, I just want to go to New York and party. I'm not really thinking like school, Brian. And so my mind was like, I can't, I can't think about going to school. That's eight o'clock that I start my class. Then I got to go eight o'clock, go to school. I said, Brian, how am I doing that? He said, why didn't you go earlier? I said, because the telephone company doesn't allow clerks I was a clerk to leave 50 minutes early. You know what he did? Brian McGorry, you know what he did? And this is an up and coming supervisor, right? Up and coming, you know, he was back then. What did we look at when we looked at men that were on fast track? This is a fast track guy. And he said, you're going to leave. I'm going to pay for your tuition. You're going to leave 15 minutes early so you can get to Fairleigh Dickinson. And I said, okay. Oh, my gosh, I'm in a room with 50 other people, mostly women, that watched me, a clerk, walk out 15 minutes early to go to school. If you don't think that you know what hit the fan, forget it. It did. And Brian was called in. And all I know, what happened was, and I asked him about it years later, Brian said to all of them, the entire vice presidential team at Bell Labs said to them, this is old and outdated. People, mostly women, are affected by this. You need to change your policy. And Bell Labs changed its entire policy to let clerks, right, non-management, but we were called clerks, leave. Now, when you see something like that in your life, And this becomes a mentor, albeit a man, a mentor. Then you, as a woman, remember those things and it carries with you. And I have had, for every Brian McGorry, I have had a Mary Louise Smith. Mary Louise Smith became my mentor. She was tough as nails. Um, you never walked in her room and said, I have a problem without her saying, what part of the problem are you? But I learned about empowerment from this woman. I learned about watching an African-American woman in a position run the place 
and teach me how to stand in my power. And you can't write enough stories about people like that. And so for me, and by the way, she taught me how to break every rule in the book to help people move forward and enhance what they're doing. These are the people, when I think about women that push for more, I think about the Mary Louise Smiths of the world. You know, and again, a rule breaker. You know, we were supposed to fire our entire graphics. This was my line job, to manage graphics people. You don't manage graphics people. They are creative. And so we automated them and we kept this a secret for eight months. We kept the secret completely automating the entire graphics organization in the phone company, moving people out that weren't performing and taking revenue that was at a minus three point something million to a one year revenue accomplishment of two, two million inside services. But what do you learn from people like that? What do you learn from a Mary Louise Smith? You learn how to take risks. You learn how to present your case and you learn how to push for more. Yes. And, and I hope we're able to do that with people today. So there's so many people. I could spend the entire hour talking about these these folks. Your influences, but, but certainly too on top of that, like you said, it's understanding the lesson. It's saying that I understand the positive reference in my life, people like Brian and people like Mary Louise. And maybe in the beginning, it took someone like Brian, a male, to be heard because females were not heard. It's certainly not back in 1973. I know because I was right there with you, girlfriend. Okay. I know. So women were not heard at all. But maybe it took a man to, to have the fortitude and to have the, the foresight to say, this is what has to be done. These are the changes that have to be made. And then after that, for women to follow suit, to turn around and say, yes, this is what I need. Well, I should mention that he didn't get to do that without going to his boss, Helen Deganzik, to begin with, to make sure that happened. And mm -hmm. so isn't that what we're talking about today? Man, woman, you know, does it matter? It does matter at some level. What matters is that we understand each other, each other well enough to create opportunities that doesn't favor one over the other because of the color of your skin or because whether you're a man or, or female, whether you're gay or straight, you know, none of that should matter whether you're Latino or not. Um, this is about really breaking down the barriers of that. And it's taken a lot of push to even get to a conversation today about it. Now we're at the pinnacle of that because we are at a pivotal moment in our oh, life. Yeah. We have been forced by by the the alignment of the planets, by the politics, by the worldview, by the virus. Everything is pushing us to the moment where we have to take a definitive stand in order to move our planet into a different direction because otherwise we will perish. There are some very difficult things that are happening here, and we must push for action in every sense of the word. And having somebody like yourself, which is an example of how you created over the past 15 years, a positive situation that really sends positive energy out to the whole world and something that you had to break through because 15 years ago, women were not exactly network 
network executives. So tell us a little bit about how that transformed and who you had to go up against in order to make this thing happen. Um, I have to tell you this, that what I love about my journey is ignorance. You know, I, I must say this about me, and this is what you, you'll know if you've ever heard me tell many of the different stories in my life. Ignorance has saved my life. And what do I, I don't, I'm not, there's a vast difference between ignorance and stupidity. They're right. not the same. Okay. I just want to tell everybody about that for a minute. Ignorance is when you don't know. Now, that doesn't mean you don't learn about something, but you just don't know. So, for example, I didn't know how to fill out an application for graduate school, let alone know where to send it or, or take GRE exams. And that level of not knowing at the intellect mind level did not negate the knowing in my heart. And for me, I think it's my greatest attribute. I think that most of my life, it has been my intuition or what do you want to call it, gut? you know, that has allowed me to make some decisions for the most part that would get me from where I was to where I wanted to go. Not all of them, but it never got in the way of, of me not thinking that I didn't have a shot at something, right? And I got that from my stepmom. That I absolutely know that my stepmom, Doris, was the queen of perseverance. She ruled perseverance and she taught us kids, me in particular. She didn't let me get away with anything. And I've shared the pogo stick story with Benny, right? But I got away with no aspect of laziness with her, no aspect of I can't, no aspect of I won't. And I'm telling you, when Doris teaches you about that, and she could because she knew about it. Why? She had her first child at 12 and her second child at 13. If you don't know that woman, if you don't think that that woman knew something about perseverance to raise two kids at that age, wow. That's unbelievable. So, yeah. Yeah. You had a strong woman behind you. And basically what you're saying is if you have a dream that you want to manifest and you want to push for it, it doesn't matter whether you know it or, at the moment. It doesn't matter yeah. whether you dream for it. It doesn't matter whether whether you have the the knowledge to achieve it. You just have to have the dream and have the persistence to make that happen. And if that means learning new things, if that means going for a PhD, if that means breaking new ground, being uh, willful enough and pushy enough to get something done to manifest your dreams. You got to really want it, Ellen. You have to really want it. When I work with hosts and co-hosts and people that want to launch their own show and I work with them personally, you know, it's very clear to me. I'm, I spend a lot of time with people making sure they really want this, you know, that this is something that they are going to stand on taking their message out into the world. Whether, whether you're Amira uh, and, you know, you are part of the Atlantean group or you are something else, you know, the most of the folks that I work with really want this. They want some vision of, of being out in the world. And they don't have to know how to get there. Um, and that's why for the network, we don't just sell airtime here. You know, you can go to other networks for that. We don't, we don't just do that. We're invested in helping people realize their dream. 
because I've had so many people uh, being invested in me realizing my dream. Exactly. It's truly a transformative experience. There is no question. So you decided to break into the world of radio because this is something you wanted after your PhD and you wanted to move forward here. What made you think that this was a good medium to get your message across? I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I mean, I didn't know what it was. I dialed the wrong phone number and I'm from, I'm like you, I'm from New York, right? So if you live on the East Coast and you dial a wrong phone number, you are like hanging up. Like all you have to hear is, oh, you got the wrong number. Boom, you're gone, right? But I had moved to Seattle, right? I moved to Seattle. I didn't hang up. There was something that caused me to entertain this. And I was looking for a man named, right? I was looking for a man named Tracy, Tracy. And I call in. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. I said, I'm looking for Tracy. Nobody here by Tracy. I said, are you sure? I've got this 800 number and it said to call Tracy. They said, oh, well, we are an internet broadcast network. I said, internet broadcast network? This is 2003. Come on. Are you serious? Come on. And they said, well, why don't you talk to Tracy? Then I thought, this is when that show Punked was out there, that Ashton Kutcher Punk show. I thought, my friends are punking me. And I'm like, I'm going to play with it. Well, within 10 minutes, I had talked to to Tacey Trump, by the way. I bought my first hour of airtime at a lot of money for digital radio. Um, And I think we have a caller. Okay. I think we do, Benny, right? Yes, ma'am. And, We're too uh, busy talking. I know, right? We just didn't hear it. <laughs> That's okay. We'll take Dale calling in from Arlen, Texas. Hi, Dale. Hey, how are you today? I'm good. Hey. Ladies, go ahead. Hi, Dale. Hey, how are you? You know, I just want to call in and thank you for everything you're doing. I, I have two young daughters who I'm constantly teaching to uh, push forward as well. And, uh, for example, like, you know, always teaching them to, to stomp their feet hard enough, yell loud enough to get their way to. But I also wanted to know if I could talk to the man in charge to see when you guys are going to have dinner ready. Talk to, to the person in charge to see what? I believe he had something uh, clever up his sleeve to say, and so we went ahead and uh, uh, let him go. Oh, so, yeah, but that's yeah. what I love about this show. Yeah. The first part that's of what, I, what he you, was Benny. explaining, yeah, the first part of what he was explaining was absolutely correct. So, you know. But, yeah. So that's how you know you're onto something. Yes, because yep. there are guys out there, they're pushing their doors. But ben, Benny's got our back. Always. <laughs> Benny's got, actually, Benny's got a, every part of us. Thank you, Benny. Um, she used to be self-aware and completely unafraid and powerful. So I'm hoping that his daughters grow up to be all of those things. Well, so, you know, here, here's what I want to say is we all are at a choice point in our world. We're all at a place where we get to decide how we want to live our lives. And this hasn't been, I mean, it's great for me to show up today and be talking about what my journey was like, you know, but to be honest with you, this doesn't come without a lot of ups and a lot of downs, you yeah. know? A lot of potholes and a lot of paved roads. So, a this for me is not one. Of, 
Yeah. I mean, this is not a journey where I woke up one day and, uh, you know, here I was. And six months after picking up on the show and then joining KKNW, I got very, very sick for a lot of years. And so, I, I mean, what do you learn from a mom that commits suicide when you're six, you're homeless at 17, and you're arrested at 19 for something you didn't do? What do you learn from all of that? And even with all of that, a woman, Doris Stoner, at Bell Labs, gives me a job and says to me, I don't know why I'm giving you this job. You're out 68 days in your senior year of high school. This is a mailroom job at Bell Labs, and you're going to have to get super secure security clearance. And Dara Soner sat across the table from me and looked at me and said, I don't know why I'm going to give you this job, but there's something about you. Something about you. Now talk about women that are willing to push for more. And she gave me that $61 a week job. And then when I got promoted after seven months, basically was in the mailroom longer than anybody. And then I got promoted to a library job. I was in the library two weeks and I went storming into Doris Stoner's room. And I said, I can't work in the library. I hate this job. Nobody talks. I should have known there was something about me. But here's what I want to say. And then she found me a job in payroll, and I was in payroll for a long time. But I watched this kid on TV, Ellen, the other night. 13-year-old kid stuttered. And I just bawled my eyes out because I stuttered at 13. And somebody interviewed me and asked me, how did I stop stuttering? Right. And you heard Joe Biden talk about that. But they asked me, how did you stop? And I said, all I remember is I started to play an instrument. I started to read music. I don't know the connection between playing the viola, reading music and stopping. But we have in this country one of the greatest freedoms of all. And that is our freedom to speak. And that's our freedom to decide. You know, we're not Viktor Frankl in a concentration camp. And I think sometimes I have to be reminded that if I'm given an opportunity to help other people and I don't take that opportunity, I don't think that my life gets to be as full and rich as it is today. But pushing is something you better learn. It's a learning thing. Exactly. It certainly is a learning thing. So anybody that, that is like us right now and wants to break into this kind of profession and maybe do something in the media or do follow in your footsteps, what is one of the, the greatest pieces of advice you could give to someone that wanted to do, wanted to work in radio or wanted to work in the media right now? Um, I think that right now the world we live in and clearly with us with our new technology being finished, this is an opportunity for many people and any people. Um, I think you have to be knowledge about it. I, I think when you make this decision, I didn't know what I didn't know. 
I mean, for years, I had no idea. All I kept doing is paying thousands of dollars for airtime, just kept paying it. Um, but one of the things people should realize is that anything you do that you're passionate about, you know, I think 10% is inspiration and 90% is perspiration. And I think that's something you should be aware of. Um, Ellen, you and I are showing up here today. You know, once upon a time, it used to be just me. Back in 09 and 10, used to be me and Oliver building technology that we didn't know anything about and building it because I didn't know anything about radio. So I built something from a technological perspective that doesn't really exist in radio. It was never about radio. So I, what I say to people that wants to do this, know your heart, decide what level you want to participate, and then decide, do you want to do it all yourself? Because you could do it yourself, but most people are too busy. But you need to look at what you want to do and how you want to do it. And then please just do it. Just do it. Especially when you're a, a woman like Dr. Pat, who is a woman who pushes for more. And for those of you that don't know, you should know that Talk Radio to Thrive By is the number one positive talk show in Seattle, nine years running. The show reaches millions of people each year and is broadcast over 300 AM FM digital networks across the, the globe and in 142 countries. So that certainly is pushy broad and a woman who pushes for more because without you, Dr. Pat, none of this would be possible, including my being able to roll out a show that I'm extremely proud of and want every woman to be a part of. I want you to feel that you are powerful and unafraid and self-aware and hardworking. Everything that has to do with the word push from a point of view that makes it exciting for you. So I want to do something special on this program today. I want you to go to pushybroadfromthebronx.com and I want you to write me, go to Ellen at pushybroadfromthebronx.com and tell me what your story is all about. Just like Dr. Pat, how are you a woman who pushes for more? Or maybe you are a young adult or an adolescent or a teenager that has a good story about how you are pushing for more in your life, how you are helping your community, how, are how you are breaking through new ground and the most exciting and inspiring stories I'm going to interview on the air on my show. Push yeah. You know, I want to say one thing too, and, and this is something I want to mention to everybody. I didn't do this alone. And I just want to be clear about this. Um, I didn't do this alone. You know, all along the way, I've had network executives and network owners in this station, KKNW AM 1150. Benny and I have been together since 2004, I think. Um, yeah, three, four, that's right, a long near time there. To mm -hmm. be with the producer that gets you, right? Um, it is getting close to the longest relationship I've ever had, but that doesn't come without bumps in the roads, up and downs. He took my goldfish, I gave it to him, um, but also the program directors at the network, Eric Creamer, uh, John Schwartz when he was here. And this is just one of my network, that original network I was on, 
Tacey Chomp was an advocate. You know, she talked and helped me do things I couldn't do. I interviewed football players. I mean, I, you know, these are other people that are on your team. And so I want to say this because it will go unnoticed. Sean, our buddy Sean Eisen in Australia, way back, somehow said to me, do you want your show here in Australia? And to this day, this is like, I don't know how, to this day, Sean picks up nine hours from this every week and plays it on over 45 channels, AM, FM in Australia. So you have to build collaborative respectful relationships Ellen because it doesn't matter how you push for how much you push for more what matters is how you push for more and that to me is my that has been my greatest challenge and lesson exactly right the women that push for more do not knock things down in our path we try to build things up and work in the community. And that's exactly what all of my shows have been about. Recovery recharged in building people and also in everybody needs a little push in a good way. The work that I do as an empowerment coach and a recovery coach, it is not about pushing things out of the way. It is about making things happen and bringing a community of people together so that you can be respected and you can get things done in a big way. It's all about that community. You're absolutely right. No question. So, Dr. Pat, do you identify as a pushy broad and a woman who pushes for more? Yeah, there's no question about it. And you could ask anybody on my team, you know, the the calls that will make Linda and Jessica cringe, right? Or the text messages when I say, oh my gosh, I've got a great idea, right? Because they know what's coming, right? And they know that there is an idea coming that's going to cause us either to change direction, increase our technology, rework something, or do something brand new. And because of that, the entire team here has the possibility to do that. But I, I will say this about me. I will say this about me because Amy Klobuchar, you know, took a lot of grief back when she was running. And why did she take grief? Because out somewhere from somebody, there was a comment about how tough she is to her staff. I remember that. Right. I'm tough. I'm tough. You know, tough and push. but I won't but I won't give up on you. Exactly. And when I let me just be clear about what I mean by tough. I have high standards for things because all of you that work with us have high standards. So sometimes it may seem like, you know, wow, are you really picking on that thing that didn't get done or that show that didn't get played right? Yeah. Like, you know, I am. And so sometimes when you are a woman and you have these high standards or whatever we want to call them, as a woman, you get called a lot of things. But flip over to any 
pretty much any man that has those same standards, man, you know, you talk about him, you say, wow, my boss, wow, he's really tough, but he's fair. We don't say that about women. And I think we need to really look at tough but fair or push, pushy, tough, nasty, whatever you want to call it. Changing the definition of what a pushy broad is to make it a positive force yeah. and that, that we are an equal footing again. And you can be tough and respectful at the same time. I don't know like who created those as two separate things. Exactly. The worst thing that's ever happened to me in my career, the very worst has been when a boss hasn't given me feedback, hasn't told me to my face what he or she thought I needed to change. That usually has ended up in some epic fail on my part. Well, certainly you've come to light in a great way and you've spent the last, what is it, 15 years now developing a station? What are your plans for the future, Dr. Pat? What, is, what are the plans for the future of your I'll network? give you my seven, 17 second flip on it. We have brand new technology that's coming out. It's all rewritten. We're going to have new websites coming out over the next 90 days. They're all going to be done on a backdrop for new technology, a new podcasting channel, which will have memberships. And then we're creating podcasting different than podcasting is done in the world today. We're actually going to model our podcasting after our network. Um, so those are just a few AI for the soul. We're going to be crowdfunding for that. Um, and then for me personally, um, I want to get out more. I want to speak more. I want to do more about, you know, helping other women in the world. And that's the short version. But I don't do any of this without the great team of people that want to running this show and that do the many things for us. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I don't get to be without them at all. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. For Thank you, Ellen, for today allowing us to have this interview today women who push for more starting wednesdays uh in september every wednesday 2 p.m pacific and 5 p.m eastern join us for inspiring interviews dr pat as always thank you so much for being who you are thank you ellen thank you benny for pushing all the right buttons thank you i think it's dave and olivia um dave's our new one of our new producers and i want to thank all of you out there for plugging into us for as long as you have. We promise to bring you much more. Um, and yeah, every once in a while you get a caller and uh, Benny's all over that. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Benny. Thank you to our listeners for the most part, the best listeners of the planet. Ellen, thank you so much. Let's push some more. Always my pleasure. See you next time, everybody.